Thank you for downloading this episode of the NerdBlock Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Fort Meg's CrossFit. Thanks to Fort Meg's CrossFit for always allowing me to use their studio space. Uh, it's a great partnership. I'm even uh, possibly going to take some CrossFit classes here. So when I when I take those classes, I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, hopefully, I uh, don't fall apart. Um, obviously, you can see my new hat I got from Noggin Boss. Finally came in. I'm pretty excited about this thing. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, but I've worn it out a few times and people have come up to me, so uh, it's working. I'm using it as a billboard because it's as big as one, so uh, we'll go with that. Uh, I'm also going to try something new with these intros because I, I always feel like they're super long, and if you want to know what's in the podcast before you even listen to it, you could probably just read the uh, podcast notes. So let me know what you think. If you like the super long intros, I'll continue to do them. If I don't hear anything from anybody, I'm assuming everything's fine and you really don't care about anything. So... Uh, with that, uh, my guest today is, uh, is a junior high STEM lab teacher. She was my teacher in high school. Uh, great friend now. We talk a lot about a lot of stuff. I'm not going to bring any of up because it's a long intro, uh, and that's that. So uh, I'm excited for you to listen. I'm Jackie Durr, and this is the Nerdball Podcast. Is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher? All right, third time's a charm. Good job, Jack. <laughs> Th- thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Thanks uh, for having me. I was trying to look back to see when you were on the first time, and it was—I think it was like number thirty. And this is my hundred and sixty-first now. Dang! And I was like, man, I, I, for some reason, I thought it was sooner. I don't know, or you know, not as far back as that. So you were—I think you were in my garage. You were in the. Yep, we were in the garage. I had no video yet, uh, so yeah, was, a lot has changed now. Right. Right. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is it's it's going really well. I really like it. You know, people like yourself. You know, still like people will ask to be on or hey, if you need someone. People always say it like, um, like they wouldn't be good. Like, hey, if you really need somebody, you know, I come on or whatever. Right. But I think people don't want to just be like, hey, I want to come on. I want to do this, but I want all that. You know, yeah. I, I want people to want to come on here. Well, and you do interesting topics too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it isn't just a hey here we're going to talk about computers today and. <laughs> Not that that's bad, but <laughs> for some people, <laughs> for some people, you'd have you'd have an audience. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, probably not as much as you have right now. No, maybe not. Um, although, according to my kids, I don't have enough YouTube subscribers. I was like, I'm pretty excited. I almost have a hundred, but my kids, the, the ones they watch, have like millions of YouTube subscribers. So they look at dad's 88. And it's like, Dad, I was like, Hey, I'm pretty excited about it. Just oh, we got to get excited. that. Come on, people. <laughs> I'm, I, I subscribe. Always, yeah, I always look at like my Facebook followers, my Instagram followers. I'm like, all you guys gotta do is hit subscribe. I have like, I don't know, Facebook is like 700 or something. I'm like, just everybody's on YouTube. Right. Just hit subscribe, and you'll be you'll help me out. And hit subscribe, easy. you'll get a free sticker. Yeah, see, I have a bunch of them. Got to get rid of them. <laughs> Thank you for that. I always constantly at the end. I'm always thinking, you know, people who's helped me from the beginning, and that was one thing that. People really love stickers. Yeah. And those can get handed out so easily and people stick them wherever. Sometimes I'll find them where I didn't stick them. I'm like, oh, someone just put my sticker up here that I handed out. So it's cool. That's awesome. I did put one last year. Uh, Scott Buecher sent me a a picture because I put one on the, like, leaving the junior high. Yeah. Um, It was, like, on on a... a piece of paper that was already up there, and I just put it next to it. And he sent me a picture. He goes, "Was this you?" And I just went, "I don't know who it was." <laughs> <laughs> hey, next time you see him, you'll have to ask him about his Yippy Skippy Friday. Yippy Skippy uh, Friday. banner, yeah. Okay, 
<laughs> so he, he started a thing in, about uh, on Fridays when he does the announcements. Mm-hmm. He goes, yippee, skippy, it's Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. And so, so there's a really cool story behind it, though. Yeah. It's like um, the elementary that he went to, that's what their principal, I think it was his principal that said that. Okay. And, and so he said it's something he always remembers. And so he wants our kids to have something to remember. And yeah. so I, well, not me. So, Scott, if you're listening, that wasn't me. Uh, but a banner was made. Okay, all right. And so that got put up in the hallway. And it was pretty cool to see the staff and the kids be like, hey. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, there isn't very many people that can make banners in the school. So probably there is it not. Yeah, he did, he did come in. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. He goes, well, you're the only one with the machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I don't know. You're like, these kids are pretty smart. I don't know. <laughs> There's hundreds of them that take this class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to being the new principal. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's uh, it is cool because sometimes you do things that in your mind you're like, man, this is like really embarrassing or whatever. But you know, people are going to remember it. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, if he remembered it from elementary school, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, like I tell them, I tell my kids, I'm like, Gippy Skippy. <laughs> and 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 at first it was kind of like. Okay, because he's saying it, and now it, it just becomes like that's our thing, you yeah, know. Yeah. And um, it, it's just a really one of the cool things that that he's brought to the junior high. Yeah. Um, as his first year as principal, that I don't know, I'm I'm proud of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like he is a former student of mine. Mm-hmm. I had him at the high school as a student, and now he's my boss. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's what like, are, that, that's okay. Yeah. How do you like? Uh, obviously, most people were just like, all right, whatever, you know, and uh, you don't even like think twice about it, especially, you know, just being in Perrysburg for a long time, both of you, you, like, you probably don't think twice about it. But at some point, you're like, man, you look back on it, but you always look back on it as like a good thing. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And and I've told them, I'm like, you know, it's so cool as a teacher that you see your, your former students being so successful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, to teach with him for a few years, and then now he's the principal. Yeah. And just seeing he, what a fabulous job he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, he's calm, and you, know, you can go up to him and say, hey, can you talk me off this cliff? And, yeah. you know, he's so reasonable that um, he's a great asset to our district, and we're, we're lucky to have him. It's always nice to have uh, somebody at the top who you know is just like, like emotionally, like is always level. Yeah. Because, it, like you said, it makes those times where you have to, where you either need help with someone, something, or you know, like, man, I probably did something wrong. Um, but, but my boss, wherever you're at in any right. work, my boss is level headed enough where he'll, he or she will understand, you know, it just makes you be able, it makes you, uh, like, want to take chances sometimes at work too, knowing like, Hey, my boss is, my boss has my back. If right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a time that I I was talking to him. I'm like, I don't know how to really say this. So let's put in the, the right context. So I don't offend somebody. I said, I don't mean to offend anybody. And Mm -hmm. he's like, just say it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And (laughs) and so that's nice to know that, you know, you can say, Hey, I'm not sure if this is going to come out right. Mm -hmm. Um, but here it is. Yeah. Because some people were just like, well, then don't say anything. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. So, and that's, again, it's nice to have that person behind you. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's just, it's just neat to see, you know, like even to see you 
being successful with this and coaching and, and at the parks. And, yeah. and then last night I went and, and saw a former student of, of uh, Ryan Dunlap yeah. singing. And it's, it's just, I don't know, you're a proud teacher. Yeah, whenever you see, I would imagine whenever, even when I see like players I coached or, or people that at work that are seasonals that are now like full-time staff members at other parks, like it makes you feel good that they're happy doing whatever they're doing. Right. You know, right. It's, it's nice. And that's why I got that from Scott too. Cause Scott, we had a talk last summer about, I always like talking to the seniors during football season. Like, hey, what are you doing after school? You're going to college, you're playing football or whatever. And Scott said he changed what he, he used to say that too. And now he just says, Hey, what lifestyle do you want to live after, after school? Oh, or, I like or, that. Or when you get older, what lifestyle do you want to live? Because, you know, I always tell people, if you make whatever X amount of money you make um, at your job and you love your job, then you're going to figure out how to live on that money because right. you just love what you do. So it's not going to be like this hindrance of you like, oh, I need to make more money, but this, jo- this job is also awful. You know, you spend a lot of time at your job, right. whatever it is. Yep. So, so you should try to be, probably try to find something you really like to do and it just makes everything a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Money isn't everything. Yeah. yeah. Even though I tell my kids I'm waiting for that nice rich man. It's not everything. <laughs> It helps. <laughs> it helps, but you know, I would rather be where I'm at now and and be able to have that influence on on people mm-hmm. and I don't know, just be happy. Yeah, for sure. Be happy and mm-hmm. have that positive outlook. And yeah. So. And then buy, you know, buy little things here or there that that give you happiness. You know, I I still whenever every spring when you bring your Mustang out and put a picture out, it makes you smile because like, man, she's had a Mustang for a while. I feel like, and but it's just like this thing that. That it's like it's another like oh the robins are here and uh, Jackie has her Mustang out. Yep, like, <laughs> yep, yep. Mustang Sally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like those extra little things that just make it make life just happy. Yeah, right? yeah. Puts a little hype in your step there. Yeah. It could be sixty degrees, but you know I've got the top down and the 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 uh, heat is on full blast yeah. <laughs> coming from the feet, but nobody knows it. No. <laughs> until now. <laughs> We did that. We Andrea and I went to Florida in January, and it was uh, we had a, we rented a convertible just for that. We were able to have the top down one day, even then that we had to have the heat on, and then the rest of the time it was too cold. But I was like, well, we got to experience it one time, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But again, it's a toy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, and so that's where you know when you talked about like how much money you make, it's like when when I get something like that, it's like okay, I'm only spending X amount of money. Yeah. Because it's a toy, mm-hmm. you know, and and so you have to put your priorities in order. Of okay, I I need a vehicle that I can drive in the winter and mm-hmm. be safe and all of that. This is a toy, and so um, it it took me quite a while to find that. Yeah, because even the ones that were like a thousand or two thousand dollars more than what I wanted to spend, yeah, I was like, no, this is the limit. This is it. Yeah, this is it. You know, and so. Um, it's taught me a little bit of patience, Mm -hmm. but, um, you have to, otherwise, you know, you're going to be wallowing in debt and then, (laughs) then what? Yeah. Then, then you could be, you'll be crying in your Mustang. (laughs) Right. As I wave goodbye, I'll be like, oh, if I would have just gone a $2,000 less. Also, where does that line stop? You're like, ah, it's only a thousand. We'll do that. But this one's only another thousand. Like, it just, I feel like it just snowballs yeah. up and up. Yeah. I, I remember. So when I was looking for my Mustang, Dale Wilty was our, our principal at the junior high at the time. Mm-hmm. And he had one. And, and I think his was like, um, 
I think he told me he would sell it to me for like twelve thousand. I'm like, can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's above what what I placed. Yeah, for what I can willing to spend yeah. on a toy. <laughs> and so I mean, and and I'm telling you, I was like all eyeballs on that car oh, and everything. True. It's like, yeah. oh, this would be the perfect one. This would be great. And they're like, no, it's like the devil <laughs> on the shoulder. <laughs> it's like, no, don't stick. To, just stick to your guns, yeah. Jack. Yeah. You know, just spend that what you what you allotted and be happy. And, yeah. And then it it happened. You know. What the, what about like why a Mustang? I don't know I've, if I've ever asked you that. I'm sure people have asked you that, but yeah, I've always loved Mustangs. Okay. So um, the kids were asking me about my cars the other day, and mm-hmm. and uh, so I started out with a Volkswagen Rabbit, and then I went to it was a blue Mustang Gia which mm-hmm. is kind of like the GTO back in the day. Okay. Um, so I had that one. And then um, when I graduated from college, because I paid my own way through school, and so it took me 10 years to, to get through college, mm-hmm. my gift to myself was a brand-new Mustang. I've just always loved them. Okay. And then when I, you know, I'm like, I want a convertible. <laughs> I want a convertible. I want a Mustang convertible. Of course, yeah. And then, you know, so my goal is to keep this one, and then when I retire, I would like to get a newer one yeah. that's a convertible as my retirement gift. So I start my teaching career with a brand new Mustang, yeah. and I'm hoping to end it. So that's anybody awesome. out there that wants to donate? <laughs> the Jackie's GoFundMe uh, yeah. Mustang. I'm about eight years away, so. <laughs> you have plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. If I start now, you know, I'll, I'll have that money. Do do you ever care like about the uh, like because I know they make like with trucks with the Fords they have like Raptors and all these special packages does that does that matter to you at all or is it just like um, I want a Mustang with a no convertible? so w- when I look for a vehicle this is crazy I'm a woman and you're talking about vehicles <laughs> um, but my car salesman knows the things that are very important to me mm-hmm. are the way that the wheels the rims look okay and it has to have Heated and cooled seats. Yeah. And the the interior has to, it has to catch my eye. Yeah. And I used to always need a sunroof, like in my truck. Okay. Well, then. I want to stop you right here. Those, all those things are exactly the same things my wife looks at for cars. Really? The rim, she does not like chrome rims. She does not like chrome. So we, the last uh, car we bought her, they had to like switch the wheels. Uh, always a sunroof, and now that the kids are older, she likes like leather uh, right. as opposed to cloth. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny because those are the exact same things that she wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, the truck that I have right now does not have a sunroof, and the reason that I was okay with that, mm-hmm. this is crazy, but it had the red stitching on oh, the yeah. seats. Yeah, that looks nice. And on the um, on the seat belts. Okay, all right. And I'm like, yeah, and I like the decal on the outside, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, we'll we'll go without a sunroof this yeah. time, because <laughs> I'll have the Mustang, and I'll you know it's like I'll drive the Mustang while it's warm, yeah. so I can handle it. Yeah, so far so good. Have you always gone to the same place when you bought vehicles? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we always go to one. Um, well, we go to Ed Schmidt here in Perrysburg, and to get Andrea's cars, we would we would always lease her cars just so we always mm-hmm. had a nice car, especially with young kids. Like I always want to make sure she had a good car to drive. If it broke down, we'd have to pay for it. You know all this stuff. So um, our salesman was like my second dad growing up. 
and it is one of those things that we've talked about it before. I'm a little more I'm comfortable now calling you Jackie, but I've always called him Mr. Trowball. That was just I always call him that. And even now, I'm almost 40 years old. We we got a car or we um, extended our lease or whatever. I can't remember what we did. Oh, we just bought the bought the car out of the lease. And I was like, all right, thanks, Mr. Trowball. And it's like this thing I just can't <laughs> shake, right. you know. But but he was like a super important person growing up. We were me and his kid were best friends. We always hung out together. And now I think it's cool that he's like they're still here. They still have the same house in Maumee. Uh, and you know, we, he helps us out every time we buy a car, but I just, it's, it's same thing. Like it's comfortability. Like I, we know going in, like he knows exactly what we're looking for. He'll help us out. I know he has to make money and, but he'll help us out wherever possible on that front, but I'm comfortable. Like he's not going to like screw us over, right. you know? Yep. So I don't even like, he's, he'll just say, all right, here's the price. And I'm just like, okay. You know, like I just yeah. comfortable with it. It makes the buying process so easy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Except for my salesman, I'm just kind of like, well, what about, what about this feature? And do you have another one that I can look at? And I'm like, okay, you just decide for me. Yeah. <laughs> it also makes it comfortable that way too. When you're like going super in depth, they're like, all right, I need this specific thing that there's two in the country. Find it. Yeah. 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 But isn't it cool that you have, you have certain people in your life that you know, you can always go to and, and they're going to, they're going to do the right thing for you yeah. at all times. And, and so that's kind of like the, the car salesman that I have is like, I know he's not going to steer me wrong. Yeah, yeah. So It's always nice to go to those places or go to those restaurants that you know are always good or go have all these places that you feel good, comfortable. Right. You know. um, we, we always felt that way. <laughs> we always felt that way. Um, like I was just talking to somebody at work saying like I want to um, – I like when I get older, I want to like be like a regular at a restaurant or somewhere. Whatever. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, I think you feel that way now. And she's like, where is it? I go, I don't want to say. She goes, where is it? I go, Chili's. I think that's our regular thing. <laughs> <laughs> because the kids love to go there. Lillian's favorite pizza. If you ask her any pizza, she got any pizza, it'd be Chili's pizza for whatever reason. Uh, but it's and then you know we get we got real comfortable with a waitress there. She was like we know her whole life story. There was a couple times where some things happened in her life and she like started crying when she was talking to us. The um, the manager now started as a waiter. His name is Bobby Ott. I'm pretty sure he went to Perrysburg too. Okay. Um, but now he's the manager there, and he always you know he always comes by. You know sometimes he'll give us like little five dollar gift certificates and stuff. But like I was like Andrea, I think this is our place. Now. That's this cool. That's cool. <laughs> but it's just it's nice like knowing people where you go. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know it also it also helps you serve your purpose too mm-hmm. because like you said when your waitress was having a rough time, it's like you guys were there for. Her. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I think we need more people like that to. To look at life and and be like, what can I do for others instead of, mm-hmm. it's not all about me. Yeah, yeah. It's what can we do for others and, um, and you know, as a teacher, that's what I try to do. Yeah, you know, and so you're you you were that that waitress's person that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's I never thought about it that way. That's a good that is a good way to look at it though, because sometimes, like they just. Like she could have went the whole day not seeing anybody she knew, and then she was like had this thing built up, you know. Right. And then she was able to, she, and she apologized. Like it's fine, you know. You're this is what happens. It, you can be emotional. It's yeah, all right, you know? yeah. So yeah, it's it's cool. And like I said, I like be I like going there just to. It just feels good to 
And it also feels good knowing my kids are going to complain about what they get because that's always a thing when you go to a new restaurant. And right. Like, well, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Or my son's always like, well, I like this. And they're like, I don't, I don't know if you're going to like it. You can try it, you know. So that's a huge thing for parents, for me, being parents. You know, my wife and I is like, uh, there'd be no fights. We always get – and although – we always get the same appetizer, and that's a little frustrating for me because I like to mix stuff up. But the kids love chips, you know, so we're okay. gonna get chips and salsa all the time. So it, it, there's give and take, but I'd much rather just like let the kids be happy, and then I'm happy too. Right. So. <laughs> Otherwise, you're at Taco Bell or something like yeah. that every night, and that's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner tonight, honey? Taco Bell. <laughs> <clears throat> that was um, Chili's was also one of our takeout things during COVID too because we couldn't you know, oh, go okay. to restaurants and yeah. stuff, so we always go there. It's Definitely, whenever you order from order takeout from a restaurant, it's never any not as good. I mean, it's still good, just I mean, it's not as fresh, you know, when you're right. home. So, yeah, that was a little, a little downer, but we still enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <coughs> um, what uh, so I noticed uh, there you were posting pictures of ducks in the courtyard at the junior high, is that yeah. where that's at, right? Yeah, so then it reminded me of the ducks that you had in your backyard, uh, little baby ducks. Do, and I think did you post that some some ducks came back? Yeah, or there yeah. have been ducks come back. So so the the original mom was from like three doors down. Okay, they have a pond at their house, and so that's where they all ended up going mm-hmm. once they flew away. And after the you know I was told I wasn't supposed to have them. <laughs> I'm like, it's COVID. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Leave these eggs to die? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, there's two two of them, a male and a female that that have been coming back again, and it's I don't know, it, maybe it's just me, but like every morning when I walk out to leave for school, I'll see them there, and I'll be like, "Hey guys, how? Good morning!" Yeah. And, and they'll kind of like tilt their head, like, "Is that you, mom?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I went yesterday and and got some more food. I put some food out for them, and yeah. you know, do they have an S somewhere or there? Or I haven't seen one yet. Oh okay, all right. So I don't know, but the ones at the at the junior high, there's 13 ducklings in the one courtyard. Really? Yeah. Was it two different nests, or was it just one nest? So like, there was two in the courtyard that's closest to my room. Okay. One, you know, I don't know if the moms got mixed up, and so the eggs didn't hatch. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Um, and then there was a set in the other courtyard that um, didn't, they didn't make it, but, you know, I mean, we had that really cold spurt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and nature took its course yeah yeah <laughs> you know but there's 13 little ones it's pretty cool yeah, yeah it's pretty cool you know I, I wanted to go out and just like grab a couple and hold them <laughs> that's what i did when i raised them yeah you know? yeah it's like but um yeah so i was at family farm at home yesterday getting food and they had the chickens there and so i'm talking to a lady about that yeah. and i'm like how, how much work is there because i'm thinking well, maybe I could do that, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's it's a lot of time. Yes. And when you're not home at night, that's, you know, to get them, at least for me, I always had to, like, put them inside the house that mm-hmm. I built for them because I wanted to keep them safe. Yeah. I didn't want Mother Nature to run its course completely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it was a good, like, for you to do it, like, one time. Because like you said, you th- yeah. I'm sure you've thought about it. Like, oh, I should do this more. Then, But you waited more. Like, well, time-wise and this and that. But I think doing it one time was probably like, yeah. That oh, was, yeah. That was good. And, and it was perfect timing. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know how they say, like, God's perfect timing. Because I've got neighbors on both sides of me and my mom that are all elderly. Uh-huh. And so they would come over. 
and they would see them, you know, and then since you were outside, some people could stop over. It's just like it brought so much joy during a time in, in everybody's life that, you know, the world is shutting down. Yeah, yeah. And yet we have these these ducklings that are following me around the yard and, you know, people can come over and check on them. Like my one neighbor, she was over every day. Yeah. Just, you know, Just looking w- at them. <laughs> we kept our social distance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and so that's why when, you know, when they're like, you really shouldn't be having these. And I'm like, listen, it's COVID. <laughs> Who told you that? Um, it was a, a uh, rescue place. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it, it, did they... Is it because you so, contacted them or did they? Yeah, so okay. I con- so one of them was like getting picked on, and I thought it was like a pecking order thing. Uh-huh. And so I just called to make sure, and they're like, well, you shouldn't have them. We need to come pick them up. And I'm like, uh, okay. Like, no, thank you, but, bye. Uh, how about if I take them down the street to the pond where they came from? I'm like, uh, no, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, okay, but if they follow me, <laughs> I won't transport them. Yeah. And so then, uh, you know, right away, I started to panic. I'm thinking, I, I need some time to be able to say goodbye to them. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so I'm like, you can come on Monday. <laughs> and so then another lady called. And I'm like, hey, he didn't even answer my first question. And so we talked about that. And, and uh, she's like, can I just ask you some questions? And she said, can they, can they um, repel water? I'm like, yep. Can they swim? Yep. How did, how did they learn to swim? So I explained that whole process that I took. And, you know, are they eating on their own? I said, Yes, and I still provide them some food, but they're still, you know, getting food on their own. And and uh, she's like, well, you're doing everything that we would do. Okay. She was are you okay if we just cancel that call? I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm telling you, they are days away from flying, from flying oh, away. Oh, okay, okay. I said, because they used to sit underneath the chair when I would sit down, and they've stopped doing that. So it's kind of like as they get ready to leave the nest. Yeah they start distancing themselves. Uh, and I said, they're, I'm telling you, they're, they're flying away. You know, they've even started, like, they'll be gone all day, and they'll come back at night. And so she canceled the call, and she's like, you're good. You, you rescued them. Just let them go when they're, when they're ready. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I didn't think, it, when you first started talking about it, I thought they were still, like, little when you, were, when you made this call. Um, and I was like, oh, they're going to come pick them up. But I didn't know they were older already. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but that was cool that uh, that, that one person called you back and said, no, you're good. Uh, just let right. it be. Also, like, to fr- it must have been cool like when you when you sat down for all of them just to come under, <laughs> under uh, your yeah, chair. Yeah, I have pictures of them <laughs> yeah. where it's like I would lay down in the grass and they'd, <clears throat> you know, they'd climb up on my back yeah. and they'd be around my neck. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was awesome. You know, they'd be, they'd be – and during the day I would just – they they would roam. Yeah. And uh, so I'd go out and I'd be like, you guys want to go for a walk? And all of a sudden, here they come. do 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 We'd walk around the, the property. Wow. That's, that's so cool. It is like a, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Obviously, if you're like looking to do it, you're going to be able to do it because there's ducks everywhere and eggs everywhere, just like the ones in the courtyard that you knew. Right. Them, right. But like, just like a like, I don't think you'll ever. Even if you did it again, like the feeling you had the first time. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, it would yeah. not be the same. Yeah, you know, it's like I I went all the way, so I went to the family farm and home right by my house, mm-hmm. and they didn't have an incubator, so I drove all the way to Bowling Green, mm. 
to get this incubator and back home. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope they're okay for an hour. I hope they're, and I'm like flying. Yeah. And I'm like, if I get stopped, what am I going to say? Hey, I got these duck eggs that I need to get this incubator home for because they're going to die. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, you know. Uh, you know, when, when Pat Summit got pulled over, she would always have autographed basketballs in her <laughs> truck and be like, the officer would be like, Oh, you got an autographed basketball. She said, would you like one? And then next thing you know, they're like, okay, Miss Pat, see ya. easy on the paddle now. <laughs> so I'm thinking, is this going to work for me? Yeah. <laughs> oh so gosh. I get home cause I tried to reunite the mom with the eggs. Yeah. And so then I get home and the mom is on the peak of my, of my house, the yeah. roof of my house. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I brought the eggs back out. The mom just never reconnected. So yeah, I would go out, put an X and an O on them, and yeah. flip them every like four or five times a day, and then watch them hatch. And that's crazy. But yeah, so I mean, cool. it, it was time consuming. But um, it, during COVID, you had that time. Yeah. But yeah. now, no. no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, next. <laughs> now Mother Nature can take its yeah. course. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's awesome. But a great learning experience. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so, something like I said, something you'll never forget for sure. Yeah, and yeah. like I can, like you, it's called candling. Yeah, where you can see the inside, just like a, it's just like a, uh, the, what, what is it that you get when you're for the babies? Oh, um, ultrasound. The ultrasound. Yeah. And you, so you can see the heartbeat. You can mm-hmm. see all the veins. You can see the the duck moving and. It was just awesome. I did that when uh, when we had ducks. I had one male just so I could have fertilized eggs, and I would bring it in and show the kids because it starts. I mean, it's quick. Yeah, so you can get it for, after like two days, and you can start seeing like blood vessels just in there, right? And then like another three days, and you can see like blood moving, and like it was really cool. The kids really liked it. Yeah, you know? and yeah. I think I called you a couple times oh, for yeah. advice yeah. on on you know, hey, what do you do for this? And yeah. <laughs> so it's a combined effort, you know. <laughs> And now I have a six foot by eight foot duck house in my yard. That <laughs> what do you what do you put in there? Is it just a shed now? Yeah, now it's just a shed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I put like the shovels and you know the winter stuff <laughs> and all that in there. But uh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, you brought up uh, Pat Summit, and that reminded me. I want to talk to you about the women's NCAA tournament. I've never watched oh. more NCAA women's basketball in my life than I did this year, and. The main reason the games are really good. I like obviously I like uh, Zaya Cook because she's from yep. Toledo. Uh, I liked watching her, um, but there was no one, no one I can remember that brought me into basketball than Caitlin Clark. Like right, it right. was amazing. Even like my family were watching. We were in Texas. We were at a bar in Texas uh, for, with family stuff, and it was on. And like I had him put it on in the bar, like just watching. It was I don't know. It's it was she's she's so amazing. And, yes, and it's it was. And her single-handedly, I know, brought in people like me that would. Oh, know, exactly. Right? Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So we were in. Um, well, first of all, it was like all your men's brackets were trash by the yes. first weekend. Yes. Um, and like, I, obviously, I love basketball, but women's basketball, in my opinion, is true basketball. Mm. They're not trying to put on a show. You know, it's it's true basketball. Let's set a screen. Let's you know crash the boards. That yeah. sort of thing. And to see the teams that made it to the the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, and it's like, okay, you know, um, Kim Mulkey is, you know, she's crazy with her outfits, yeah. but um, she's a good coach, and and I think she's a good person. Um, now, 
UConn? No, no. He, you, he, you he was terrible. He was so terrible. Much. He treated Pat Summit <laughs> so bad that she refused to play him. Really? So, so you know, like I'm rooting against them, and then, <laughs> and then South Carolina. It's like Don Staley. She's a great coach as well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you see this Iowa with Caitlin Clark, and and you're right. And like with with South Carolina, you want Zia Cook to to yeah. do well because she's a local. Yeah. And then then Iowa comes in, and you're like, whoa. And and I always I watch coaches. Okay. Because I always want to portray that I am under control and that I'm a good role model for my kids, mm-hmm. whether I'm in the classroom or whether I'm coaching. And so I always watch coaches. I watch how they dress. You know, I always got teased because I wore suits when I coached. Yeah. And and Dave Matolik is, oh, Pat Summit. <laughs> I'm like, hey, whatever. <laughs> and uh so that so I watch all of that. And then I watch Caitlin Clark and the Iowa coach and it's like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. So then when it came down to the finals, I'm in down in Siesta Key and and I was just commenting to somebody about yeah why are the finals at three o'clock in the afternoon? That's what I thought was if weird this too, was yeah. a men's game yeah. they'd have prime time. Why aren't the women getting this? Yeah. So we walk into this bar on Siesta Key, and there's a big group of people from Iowa. Oh really? And I walk in, I'm like, hey, Caitlin Clark. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, do you guys mind if we watch the game with you guys? And that was the coolest group of people ever. Yeah. It was like we had been friends for years. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and you, know, you probably do this. I, with basketball, I cannot just sit and watch a game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, get, you, you got to crash the boards. Yeah. You get, and, they should be doing this or yeah. doing that. And yeah. so at halftime, the guy <laughs> leans over, and he was like, all right, coach, what would you do? And I'm like, well, I said, one, we need to crash the boards. We can't always rely on Caitlin Clark's, you know, shots, every shot going in. Yeah. Because they're doing, you know, they're, they're relying on her right now. And they're missing a lot of offensive rebounds. And uh, so I'm like, I'm so sorry if, you know, I'm talking too much. He goes, no, 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 no. He goes, I love listening to you. (laughs) And I'm like, well, you're one of the few. (laughs) Because I drive my sister crazy. Oh, sure. And uh, so so we're watching the game and hooting and hollering with them. And and then towards the end of the game, I'm like, you know, I collect hats. I think I'm going to have to get me an Iowa hat to remember this, this year. Yeah. And he takes his hat off and he... He puts it on my head, and he goes, here you go. And I'm like, no, I can't oh, take really? yours. He goes, yeah, he goes, this is an old-school logo, too. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 I can, I can buy one. Yeah. Nope, I want you to have it. He goes, I enjoyed watching this game with you. That's awesome. And so it was just, you know, just how women's basketball brings so many people together. Yeah. And, you know, we never met each other before. And then later on in the week, we'd see them throughout the week, and yeah. they'd come up like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how sports can unite people like so quickly, right? You know, like, like you said, you just walked in. Someone from Perrysburg, Ohio, walked in and saw these other people that were cheering for Iowa, and it was like you're friends forever. Yeah, you know. But it happens really quickly because because of the you already know the one thing you both share is you want this team to win, whatever right. whatever sport or team that is. Because so that immediately is like because for a lot of people, sports is their thing. That's their thing, yeah. Right. So so if someone comes across and you're like, oh I'm rooting against you and they're like, ah, oh, get out of here. But even then, if it, you're rooting against them, as long as you're a good person, you can still find like still oh, be yeah. excited about it. Yeah. So like um <laughs> Friday night I went to the the uh, Ohio State, that team up north lacrosse game. Yeah. I sent my brother a picture of the stadium. I can't believe I'm sitting here in the stadium. <laughs> but 
so we ended up in the section of that team up north, and the row in front of us were all for all I know is his number is number five, mm-hmm. and he scored I think like eight. Do they call them goals in lacrosse? I think so. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know a whole lot about lacrosse, but just watching their the family yeah. get so excited. Yeah. You know, so then I'm like, okay, I think that's the mom, and I think that's the aunt. That must be the dad. And so finally, I tap the lady on the shoulder. I'm like, are you number five's mom? And she goes, no, I'm the aunt. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, she's the aunt too. I I, I pegged her as being the aunt. <laughs> so it was still fun, yeah, you know. But yeah. um, just watching kids be successful. Yeah. You know, that's if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, we have a lot of fun. We we joke around in that, but. Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme, we want Zia Cook to be successful. Yeah. We want Caitlin Clark to be successful. You know, we can't we can't forget the Tennessee Lady Vols, Jordan Horston going to Seattle and um, Tamari Key and Ray Jackson coming back uh-huh. for an extra year for Tennessee. So they should be pretty good. So look out, Gino. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like, and you're the same way when you coach. You're teaching those kids. You just want them to be successful mm-hmm, and be the mm-hmm. best human that they can be. Yeah. And and you know the the teams that we're talking about, except for you know that one team, Gino. Yeah. Um, they have great role models. Yeah. And yeah. and I think sometimes we get so carried away in society of all the negatives that that's all we focus on is this happened and that happened and you know instead of Okay, well, this happened. It's unfortunate, but look at all these positive things that came from that. Mm-hmm. And you know, look at how some of these kids they they came together as as unified. Yeah. And um, that's making them better humans. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think society needs to focus more on the positives. Mm-hmm. And I've oh, always sure. I've always yeah. said that. Like the news, I think for every negative story, there should be two positives. Mm-hmm. They just have to find them. I think there was a, I think someone started, obviously it didn't go very well because people don't look for that news. I think it was like called Positive News Network or something where it's like, it was might have just been like a YouTube thing yeah. where all they talked about was like good things that were happening. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. It, it might be still be out there, but I remember someone talking about that or, or hearing about that. Um, you were talking about watching the coaches uh, and what they do. And, and um, one thing that... Uh, I learned, uh, and it, I don't know if I just learned like I should do this or if I saw someone do it or, or pay attention because I know I know certain coaches do it. I remember I, I, I like the Spurs, so I always watch Greg Popovich, and there was a couple times where he would get thrown out of game and people would say, like, oh, that was definitely on purpose. Like his, right. he wanted his team to, to see something or he wanted his team to know that he had his back. And that even happened during this basketball season. I would, I would talk to Lexi, and, and she's like, sometimes I think I need to get a technical – to, to right. let them know, yeah. like, hey, I'm I'm here with you guys. Like, yep. I'm, I, got I got your, your back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's happened to me in football, where I've gotten the flag thrown on me, uh, just because I was a call that got made against us. Where you know, and I would tell the kids, like, I would, after the game, I would apologize, like, hey, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I shouldn't have been that animated. Uh, but I just want to let you guys know, like, 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 I agreed with you, but I think there's better ways to go about it. But I, I just at the time, this is how I thought I should let you guys know, so you understood what was happening. You know? Right. I always made sure to let them know, like <laughs> that's not me. I don't do it. Obviously, I don't do it all the time. I was always good for one a season, though. Like that was. Were one, you? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one one blow up at an official or something where on a, on a usually it's just a, Saturday, a JV game. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I never do Friday. Friday, I am the most level. <laughs> 
coach there ever was because it's Friday and I don't want to mess up or do anything. Friday night lights. Yeah. <laughs> Spotlight on Lorenzo. Yeah, I just I never I let the other coaches do that. You know, Coach Kriegel, he he was pretty level headed, but sometimes, you know, he would get upset. Sam uh Cotterman, he would he would get upset more. Um but I think he had leeway because he was on the staff for so long. Yeah. Uh, and no one ever said, like, cut it out. Unless it got too much. And I remember Kriegel in the head said, like, all right, Sam, that's enough. That's enough. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do, like, some of those coaches can do it too much, though. Like, like I think it's already, Kim Mulkey already dresses the way she dresses. Right. Uh, and if this tells you anything, like, my wife didn't like it. And my eight-year-old's like, that's cool. <laughs> like, what, But she's an eight. She's eight. Right. And she wants to wear all that stuff. But I feel like watching her, she does it a lot. And it's almost to the point where, like, well, that she just does it all the time, and it has no effect or no, no, nothing anymore because that she does it too much. I feel like, like the whining or the, the outfits? whining, no, the outfits or whatever. both. She can wear whatever, but it's the whining, the stomping of the feet. Like, I feel like it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So when when I coached, my mom would always laugh. She's like, I know when you're really mad because you stomp your foot. Mm-hmm. And but I know I didn't do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And but I always kind of like. If I wanted to get on a ref a little bit, like I would, I would holler at him and stuff like that. But then I'd always be like, "Hey, uh, you know, can, can you explain that to me yeah. so I can understand it better?" Just yeah. to kind of like, "All right, I'm gonna jump all over you, but now I'm gonna smooth it over." Yeah. <laughs> I just want to learn. I'm, I'm just learning. <laughs> what what yeah. did you see? Can, can you explain it to me so I can explain it to my player? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The the best thing, like I mean, I saw Coach Sims do it a lot. Uh, Coach Kriegel used to do it, but they've been around so long they know all their names too. Yeah, and like they're, they're like yelling at like Jeff, hey Jeff, yeah, what was it, Jeff? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I mean, they inter- obviously everyone introduces. I'm terrible with names. As soon as someone introduces themselves to me, I forget their name. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yep. like so, like them to do it so long, they just know everyone. Like. Or when someone walks in, I remember Coach Crew was like, "Oh, this crew, this crew's good," or "Ah, they're this isn't a very good crew," or whatever, you know. Oh like, yeah, like yeah. you know already. And I was like, "Oh, like mentally, I couldn't handle that because then I'm like, I feel like I'd be like looking for things then that they're doing wrong, you know? Yeah. If, if it's if it's a quote unquote not a good crew, and then you have to keep that positive attitude yeah. for your players because <laughs> your players take on your personality. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like if you're if you're out there. Being Mr. Macho and you know complaining, then they're going to complain. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, sometimes you look at who you have and you're like, oh no, <laughs> okay, girls, let's go. <laughs> We're going to be okay. It's like, good. Coach, are you telling yourself that or us? <laughs> yeah, there's things that we can control and things that we cannot control. Yeah. <laughs> that used to always be my yearly speech. Yeah. Like, we can't control what they're going to call. Yeah. We can control how we handle it. Yeah. And I said, sometimes you just got to turn your back and walk away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I and I kind of do that with the with the in the classroom. It's like my kids know I'm I'm just upfront and honest. I'm like I am mm-hmm. who I am, and I don't mean that in an arrogant way. But it's like if you're acting like a fool or a two year old, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Because if you keep doing it, I'm not helping you become a better person. But I'm also going to be there when you're, you know, you're doing a really nice job, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pat you on the back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, hey, way to go, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so I think sometimes in the classroom, I can just look at a kid and I'm like, mm, no, yeah, no, not now, not today, yeah, <laughs> not today. Zip it. Yeah, because because there are times where uh, 
and that, where it is like okay well th- what we're doing today we can have a little more chit chat or we can joke or yeah. whatever you know but they also, th- there has to be they have to know there's a line right and kids love trying to find it right right so right. like to have someone to just call them out like right away you know they need that too yeah maybe- and it's harder in my class because it's all like hands-on yeah. yeah and so sometimes it's like all right guys come on all right guys in fact i had i had a couple <laughs> of kids the other like last week that they're like we're not quite sure how to take you because I can go from like goofing around yeah. to a completely straight face yeah. and be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and they're they're just looking at you like, "Wait, wait, we we were just <laughs> joking with you, and now are, are we in trouble?" <laughs> I think that's I think that's probably the best thing though. Like, you got to keep them on the toes all the time. <laughs> so so I try to explain to them. I'm like, guys, listen, if if I'm being serious, I'll tell you. Hey, no, seriously, let's. Let's get to work, yeah, type yeah. of thing. I said, but so then I'd be like, okay, am I joking now or am I serious now? And he's like, mm, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, good, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, that's right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> but just building the rapport, just like with the officials, you know, you build a rapport with them. Mm-hmm. So you build a rapport with your kids. Yeah, you know, they know that. Hopefully, they you know come in, we have fun, and and then you know if we. We've got to get work done too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just being real. Yeah, and and I think you he was he was comfortable enough to even ask you like we we don't know how to take you. What's happening? Yeah. Well, I had what somebody else tell me that you know that they were talking to so and so and they they're like we're not sure how to take her. So I just brought it up, and then when I brought it up, there's kind of like oh no. And I'm like no, this is a good conversation to have, you guys. I said I don't want you to feel like you're on walking on thin ice all the time i said you guys you know me well enough i got your back and you know all of that and so it's it's good it's good (laughs) what are are you guys working on right now in school uh my seventh graders are doing hot air balloons okay and so we'll be launching those probably about a week so if they end up in your yard just ignore them (laughs) just pick them up put them in the garbage what are they what are they made out of (laughs) Tissue paper. Okay, okay. You know, so they'll event, they'll they'll you know biodegradable, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so um, that's seventh grade, um, eighth grade. We are it's a design challenge project. Okay, where it's different cards. So like the first card you get is a challenge, and it might be um, design something for an artist mm-hmm. to help you know like to help them, and then there's perimeter cards. So it might like one might say taper. Well, then part of your design has to have be tapered. Oh, okay. And then it just like adds different elements to it. Okay. So usually I have them do it in Tinkercad, so it's a three D print. Uh-huh. But for eighth grade, I've started like, do you guys want to do Tinkercad or do you want to actually build it? Mm. So they're building it. Okay. So again, just giving kids that choice. You know, you're still achieving the same end result. Yeah. But you're giving kids a choice, and then when you give them a choice, then you have more buy-in and less discipline problems. I was say, it makes it feel like it's their project yeah. as opposed to their assignment. Yeah, and know. that's why I like teaching the STEM is it because, you know, you can say you're going to work on um, the design the, the design process. Uh-huh. Okay, well, do you want to – are you guys interested in this project, this project, or this project? Because they all meet that same end result. Mm. And I was, I call it dumb now, 
But there was one time I let each class of my eighth graders do a different type of project. I won't do that again. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work on your I mean, end. There's, there's time for a choice, but <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like what all three classes decide, like who, whatever one gets the most votes. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Is what we go with because yeah. it's like you're, you, you've got three different projects going on for yeah. eighth grade and then you got another one for seventh grade and you're like, okay, I got to get these supplies. I got to have these out for this period. And I'm like, oh, no, we, we can't do that yeah. anymore. <laughs> I said that's a lot. That is a lot of work. <laughs> one and done on that one. Yeah, well, that's how you learn, right? <laughs> kind of like the ducks. One and done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a uh, a unit that you like, like you look forward to teaching more than all the other ones? Because I like you Ooh. said, st- STEM's, everything's more hands-on, so it is yeah. a little different. But I don't know if there was something like, ooh, I really like this, or the kids really like this one, so I like, you know, makes me want to like it more. Um, hmm, good question. The seventh graders... I'm going to say the hot air balloons. Okay. Um, just because you tie in the science with it again, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, what, do you, what have you guys learned in, from science? And, oh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your homework. You know, yeah. what happens to the molecules when you get the cool molecules hitting the hot air? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the eighth grade, um, I, I don't the choice project is a really good one, too, mm-hmm. where... They get to choose between using the laser engraver, the vinyl printer where they can make posters, um, or the garment printer. Um, and I just got a, it's called a Wazer, where it can cut metal. Oh, So that'll nice. be another cool one. Yeah. Um, so that gives them an option. And then they get to design. Um, but school-wide, I do a, a project where all of the pictures in the building were created by STEM kids. Oh, okay. And so we're in the process of updating those. So there's about, I think there's like 90 pictures. Really? And so the kids will we'll do a tour of the building. You're like, okay, here's the athletic one. Who's doing this one? Yeah. And um, so then they get their work displayed throughout the building. Yeah. And um, so that was really cool because then they, the, the first year I did it, like, this poster is way too dark. Okay. What, what do you want? Do you want school colors? No. No, 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 no. We need brighter colors. And I'm like, makes sense. Yeah. And so, in fact, when this is off the subject of their favorite, their favorite topics, but so this year I got the new STEM lab mm-hmm. and met with the, with the designer. And he's like, I think I have your colors picked out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what, what's that? And he goes, the school colors. I said, nope. <laughs> nope, not happening. I said, they're really sharp colors. Yeah. But junior high kids, they want the brighter colors. Mm-hmm. I said, do you know the Tennessee Lady Vols? Do you know their colors? He goes, no. I said, you're going to. <laughs> I said, we're going with the Tennessee blue <laughs> and the orange. That's awesome. And he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm like, this is what the kids have told me. Yeah, yeah. And th- this is their room just as much as it is mine. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so... People come into that room now and they're like, this is the best room ever. And we, you know, it's welcoming. We like the colors. And I'm like, yep, go Vols. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Vols there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you know, um, just giving kids input. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. cool. I, yeah. I, I do that. And my dad's always done that when he was a baseball coach. He didn't know a lot about baseball. You know, he, he admitted that, but he always asked us like, Hey, what do you guys think about this? Or should we do this? 
you know, and I, I, we do that even for the varsity football, like, Hey, we got this new thing we want to do. What, what's a signal that you guys will, will remember. Oh yeah. For, right. So like just get them involved as much as can as, as opposed to us just being like, all right, here's what we're doing. Here's a signal. Here's how you do the play. You know, it's always nice to the people who are actually doing it. Right. To give some input. When you give them like input, it goes a long way. Yeah. You know, and, and like, so like one of the projects that we did is we have, um, we have a group of special needs students. And so the project was to design a toy for a particular student. Mm-hmm. So the kids came up with the questions like, what is your favorite color? Who's your favorite character? And then they built toys and they had stickers that would go with their colors mm-hmm. and the and their favorite characters and stuff like that. And then we presented them to those students and to see the kids interact. Yeah. Because we're all we're all different, but we're all unique and we're all special in our own way. Yeah. And that's what makes everything so cool is sometimes we're afraid to ask. Like you presented at one of our professional developments. Yeah. You know, what is it like, you know, with the Mexican culture and things like that? So even when when some kids have special needs, that interaction is hard mm-hmm. for kids and sometimes even adults. And so to see that interaction happen and to see those kids so excited using the toy that that the STEM kids made, yeah. it was like, it, it's, I, I don't know what words would describe it, <laughs> you know, but, but all of that leads to the mentoring. Mm-hmm. So now the STEM kids were mentoring these kids for a little bit. You know, and, and some of the kids that I have in class, they are mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, and to just see that connection. Yeah. And I think, you know, I mean, you did this we in our professional development. It's like we need more connections of just having that open conversation and, hey, tell me about it. Yeah. You know, help me understand, you know, why, why do you celebrate this? Yeah. How do you celebrate this? And so I think that was, in my opinion, that was probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Is to be able to see the interaction and and the kids just taking pride and doing something for someone else. Yeah, well, that's I mean that's the most important thing is let's it's not not always about you. Let's do it for for other people, especially your classmates here. You yeah, know? So, yeah. Well, that that's so. well, I definitely uh, definitely will end on that. That was a great story. Uh, but thanks for coming out here doing the podcast. Uh, you always, you always been a you were a great teacher to me, and now you're uh, a friend to me, and I appreciate you. Uh, you've helped me out with the podcast. Um, in the past. So I appreciate all that. Cause it's, uh, it takes a lot of work and having all these people around me, you know, if it's, a uh, something they've helped me one time or if they continuously help me, like I, I appreciate everything and I appreciate everything you've done for me too. So, so thank you for that. You're welcome. As, you know, as, as a teacher, Lorenzo, it's always like, you're, you're a proud mama. Cause yeah. I always tell my kids, I'm like, you once you're one of, one of my kids, you'll always be my kids. I'll yeah. always have your back. And and so it's kind of like that proud mom moment, yeah. you know, watching you guys be so successful and, and, and you guys are great examples for me to, to, t- you know, to talk to my current kids about mm-hmm. is like, you know, like I've talked to them, school isn't for everybody. And I, I explain, you know, I have former students that are successful business owners. Yeah. College wasn't for them. Yep. Um, and so when you surround yourself with, with good people like you, it's, good things happen yeah you know so well thank you you're welcome thanks again to my guest jackie durr for coming on the podcast today 
was a great interview as always. Um, I, I have a lot of fun talking to her. I've talked to her obviously more than just here on the podcast, but it was great, uh, great catching up, um, what she's been into. And, um, I don't even know if I ever even asked that question because that's what happens sometimes. Uh, but yeah, it was a great episode. So uh, thanks to Jackie for, for coming on as always. Thanks to Fort Max CrossFit for allowing me to use their space. Uh, again, like I said in the intro, I'm going to take some classes and hopefully everything stays where it's supposed to stay in my body. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited about it though. So we'll see if I can get, uh, get someone else out here to, to join me. Uh, Again, check out my new billboard hat uh, brought to you by Noggin Boss. Uh, pretty excited about it. Uh, so catch me. Uh, hopefully, I mean, you can't miss me when I'm wearing it. I'm already a big dude, uh, and now I got a giant hat on. So uh, that's only going <laughs> to make me appear bigger. So thanks to them for, for shipping it out to me. Uh, as always, thanks to Cuttlefish Graphics, Real JP Multimedia, Big Daddy Graphics, and Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.